So as I answer my first podcast episode ever, first time doing this, you know, I'm getting the first, I'm getting the, that first game jitter kind of feeling right now. I'm not going to lie. I figured I'd introduce myself properly to get to know everybody. So hello, everybody. My name is Julius Lux. Thank you for tuning in to Your Lux Ran Out. This is a sports podcast. I'll be talking about sports news, rumors, scores, reactions, anything that's going on in the sports world will be brought to you right here. And today we got some nice topics we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the NFL playoff games, the NFC and AFC championships. We got the Rams and the 49ers, as well as the Chiefs and Bengals. We got Tom Brady retiring after 22 years. The greatest of all time has decided to hang up the cleats. Then we're going to cut to part two of this episode where we're going to talk about the MLB Hall of Fame voting. Was this the most controversial ballot of all time? And then we're going to go to the NBA All-Star Game selections. Who was snubbed? Who deserved it? Did anybody not deserve it? We're going to find out right now. And we are underway, and here we go. First off, we're going to start off in the NFC. Got the Rams going to the Super Bowl, taking on the San Francisco 49ers, and they take the victory 20-17. to Sean McVay and the Rams snap a six-game losing streak against the 49ers, and now Coach Sean McVay has got a 4-7 and record against San Francisco. A possible sour ending to Jimmy G's 49ers career. I mean, especially with the last pass being pressured by, by Aaron Donald, you know, just an unbelievable player. No choice but to flip the ball away, turns it over for an interception. Uh, first off, we got to do give credit to this 49ers team, honestly. Winning eight of their last 11 games, they squeezed their way into the playoffs, that wild card spot. Take down a Dallas Cowboys team that was honestly a thrill to watch. I mean, they had Michael Parsons, rookie of the year, no doubt, man. It's getting compared to Lawrence Taylor as a rookie. Like, that's just incredible. Um, this Dallas team was not too bad. They had a little stretch. Dak Prescott, a little slump but they were able to take away the NFC East. They also take down Aaron Rodgers, and that was honestly the most impressive one out of all because it was at Lambeau Field in the snow, like typical Aaron Rodgers weather. Like Aaron Rodgers just knows what to do. The man is a three-time MVP for a reason, and the 49ers just shut him down. That defense is great. Kyle Shanahan, once again, very underlooked coach, should be credited a lot more because if we don't look at this 49ers team and think this team's elite. And the reason why is because of Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback taking snaps. Like, we look at this team and we're like, all right, they're respectable. We don't look at them and say this. We did not once say this team's going to the Super Bowl. We saw Dallas swallowing them. We saw Aaron Rodgers taking them down. Didn't happen. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's first year as the defensive coordinator there. He's been with the organization for a few years now. Great job. That front forward led by Nick Bosa, just unbelievable. Did a great job. Can't, can't argue with that. Um, the only negative I have to take away from this game on the defensive end, besides OBJ and Cooper Cup receiving 100-plus yards, when you have Matthew Stafford as a quarterback with two unbelievable receivers, you, you can't. You can't deny. Like, that's just how it goes. But the dropped interception at the end, uh, Matthew Stafford threw a desperation throw, completely off target, and Jaquiski Tart drops it. Um, you got to take away. You got to take that away. You got to take that away. You give Los Angeles a second life. Um, they secure the opportunity when it mattered. They get the job done. They tie the game. And this gave, you know, like I said, Matthew Stafford a second life. And this is a guy that knows what to do when it's under pressure. Matthew Stafford is that type of guy. He is that dude. He's a respectable quarterback. Um, 
he's had the majority of his career wasted by an atrocious organization. Many careers have been ruined by the Detroit Lions. I'm sorry. Like Megatron, Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders. These guys have played in a, the wrong organization. And I believe get, Matthew Stafford getting traded was just a perfect fit to go to the Rams. Great coach in Sean McVay. Solid offensive program over there. There's no better fit for Matthew Stafford, I believe. It just was destiny. And the, the, the chemistry he got with Cooper Cup in one season to give Cooper Cup the numbers that he blew away with this, this season, unbelievable. Can't, can't deny that was great. So as I said before, the, the Niners were leading this entire game and Matthew Stafford gets the job done, coming from behind once again. This guy, unbelievable. Now we flip it over to the 49ers. It's sad to say, but Jimmy G's not that guy. He isn't. Three straight incomplete passes, and then Stafford gets the ball with over six minutes left in the final quarter. They burn nearly five minutes of the game just to get a field goal. The final play, Jimmy G's got another shot to at least, you know, get the Niners the lead. What happens? Incomplete pass. Pass complete for negative three yards. And then the interception, which honestly, you know, like when you're getting, when you have Aaron Donald running at you and your life, you just see your life flash before your eyes. And you're desperate honestly what makes it funny is like that weird throw that Garoppolo made it was on target to the guy it was just it was just over his head and intercepted but during the regular season you know there was doubt and Jimmy Garoppolo had so much pressure going into the season everybody was just completely dogging him I mean he handled it with the best way you can handle this type of situation he just went out and you know he, he played his game he did what he could was it enough well his efficiency resulted into QBR, ranked 13th in the NFL, you know, average in the pack. His just above 68% completion rate, 6th in the league. And he was 2nd in the league in yards per pass attempts. Bet you didn't know that. However, the Niners still draft Trey Lance, third overall pick. They trade up to draft a quarterback. And Garoppolo is getting about $24 million a year. And when you see that you got a young quarterback in the developments and you got a guy who's playing average, I mean, like I said, second in the league in yards per pass attempts, but at the same time, he's a guy that's good enough to get you to the playoffs. He's a good enough guy to maybe get you a win or so. But he's not the guy to get the job done. When you're paying a guy $24 million, you got a young quarterback developing, it makes it look like the Jimmy G era in San Francisco is over. To break down where I, again, to break down where he's getting criticized. It looked like he was giving the game against Dallas away. Dallas was so off their game, they were getting penalized, they couldn't capitalize. San Francisco only scored seven points in that second half against Dallas, away, on the road. We go to the Packers game. Rodgers played probably one of the worst games of his career, top two. And notice that Rodgers also played probably the two worst games of his career this season. You got the opening game against the Saints. That was just awful. And then this game. You know, what makes it worse is, too, is that Aaron Rodgers has yet to beat the 49ers in the playoffs. This team also didn't draft him. They drafted Alex Smith number one overall instead of Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers fell in that draft a little bit. The Packers always fall and somehow, someway in the playoffs. We, we're used to seeing, oh, they go to the NFC division. They're going to go to the NFC championship. What's going to happen now? Defense this time. Something this time. This time, obviously, it was the special teams. The special teams fall apart. 
the special teams fell apart. It's just unbelievable how the Packers have this worse luck with Aaron Rodgers' talent, possibly debating one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever step on the gridiron. I mean, people have him as a top five quarterback of all time, and this guy only has one Super Bowl ring. We can't criticize, you know, Super Bowl rings in terms of greatness. Dan Marino's got none. Dan Marino has no Super Bowls. He played for the Miami Dolphins. Couldn't get one ring on him. But we see him as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. So now we let, let, let's let's bring it back to this week, this past week. Let's bring it back. 10-7 lead for the 49ers entering halftime. And you can only give the 49ers seven points in the second half just to pack your bags and go home? Not every game you're going to get away with being a one-half team. I've seen this a lot this playoffs. We've seen kickers carry, secure the win, help the teams move on. I mean, these games absolutely 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. These last football games have probably saved the NFL. I will not lie to you there. I believe this has been one of the best times for the NFL. Especially two weeks ago when you had the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills rattling it out. Unbelievable. I probably haven't enjoyed watching football more than this postseason. It's honestly been a thrill. Now, the 49ers need Jimmy G to provide breathing room to limit Stafford from getting in a rhythm to get the Rams back into it. That's all you have to do. And he could not do it. Stafford found Cup deep down the field in Tampa to take down the defending champs after they choked such a significant lead and they still took down Tom Brady. They still got the job done. Even when choking the lead, Jimmy Garoppolo has not done that. He had the chance in the first quarter to at least open the game up. Wide open pass to George Kittle. Can't connect. I believe that would have been a huge boost in the momentum for the 49ers. Huge momentum. In the last three years, Colin Coward, I'm crediting him here. He's the one who provided this statistic. In the last three years, playoff teams have been 19-2 when they've had a 10-point lead or more in the fourth quarter. Both those losses are on Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo blew the Super Bowl lead, and now this. The NFC Division. Where you're one game away to proving everybody wrong that you're good enough to take a team to the Super Bowl, I get Debo Samuel. He's an animal. He's unbelievable. George Kittle, one of the top two tight ends in the league. That defense, like I said, unbelievable. And then I know there was reporters, you know, they, they, were, they were basically saying Jimmy G is that guy who doesn't do any of the work in the group project and still gets the A. You're still doing enough to get your team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the numbers aren't there. Yeah, the points on the offensive end aren't there. You're still doing enough, though. But I think what it is that we're so spoiled of seeing the great era of quarterbacks as of recent. Like Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. If we want to go back a little bit, we got Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers. I mean, we got those guys in an era. And you see they carried their teams to the playoffs consistently, whether they won or lost. Even Brett Favre as of, you know, early 2000s. But yet... You see a guy named Jimmy Garoppolo and what he's doing, and this is the team that you're taking to the NFC Championship? He can get you where you want to be, like I said. But it just seems like it's not enough to get the job done. And I guarantee you, there's going to be teams on the phone getting ready to acquire Jimmy Garoppolo. There are teams that need quarterbacks. And we're going to get to that eventually. Like I said, Tom Brady just retired. 
Big Ben just retired. There are obviously players that Jimmy G is better than that can honestly, he can fit in. He can do like what Carson Wentz did to the Colts this season. But that was just an honest disappointment after you choked the game away to Jacksonville. Now here's what I mean by that Carson Wentz like comparison. A restart. Carson Wentz from being an MVP candidate, getting injured, to just being clowned in Philly. They drafted Jalen Hurts to basically get rid of Carson Wentz. They got rid of Wentz and got some nice picks in return. This sounds like a Carson Wentz type of deal. Jimmy Garoppolo took the 49ers to the Super Bowl not too long ago. They drafted a quarterback last year in a way to basically say, Jimmy, we're done with you, and we're moving on with this guy right here, this young kid named Trey Lance. This is our guy. Tough division for Trey Lance. He's going to struggle a little bit, I think. Depending on where Russell Wilson's future is, I believe, too, that's going to play a huge role. But... It just seems like the Jimmy Garoppolo era is basically dwindling away. It's, it's, it's fallen out onto the ground. It's done. It's a dollar bill blown into the wind, gone forever. And I'm telling you, there will be teams that are interested. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get traded for, I believe, what about the same price? The same price as Carson Wentz is what I'm referring to. Maybe if you're lucky, a first-round pick. You can definitely grab a second. I mean, the best fits I can see is, you know, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Denver, possibly. But it's time for a restart, Jimmy G. It's time to refresh the page, and that uniform is going to be completely different. The 49er era with you is over. But we're going to go to the Rams side of things here. Second Super Bowl in Sean McVay's five-run as head coach. Like I said, Matthew Stafford, heck of a game. Heck of a game for him. You know, he's got the most comeback wins since he's entered the league, especially in the fourth quarter. This just shows, obviously, that the trade that they made with the Lions was successful. And it was from the beginning. Like, we're not saying, did Matthew Stafford have anything to prove? Honestly, I didn't, I didn't think he had anything to prove talent-wise. It was more of, could he handle these games going forward? Because every time the Lions have been in the playoffs, there obviously haven't been enough to get the job done. Like, they haven't. It's the Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford has had such a terrible team around him for the most, for the most period of time, especially with the defensive end. Now you get a team who's got probably four or five future Hall of Famers on the defensive end. And you got the best wide receiver, statistically, in the league with Cooper Cup, most yards. You sign Odell Beckham, who, you know, honestly, that whole Brown shenanigans thing. Baker Mayfield isn't a good quarterback either. He's in that same category as Jimmy Grappolo. Average. Number one overall pick. So what? It doesn't, doesn't provide what a number one overall pick should do. OBJ goes to a quarterback that is reliable, that has a great arm, that gets the job done. And look at how Odell has succeeded since he got to LA. It's not, it's not just the fact that he was causing drama. It wasn't the fact of all that. He needs the right guy. Matthew Stafford will get you the ball when you deserve it and when you need it. Stafford finishes the game with 337 yards, drives down the field twice in clutch moments to get the Rams a win. Obviously, you know... Two touchdowns, one interception. Gets the job done. When he wins that game, exactly one year it marks that he was traded to the Rams. One year later, he leads them to the Super Bowl. Good for him. The third team in NFL history to host a Super Bowl on their home turf, as the Super Bowl will be hosted in Los Angeles, Rams turf. Now let's move to the AFC. Bengals and Chiefs. Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, whatever the internet wants to call him. Good for you. They take down the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations. 
Mahomes has been in the AFC Championship the last four years and the Super Bowl twice in the last two years. That will discontinue as the Bengals win 27 to 24 in overtime. You know what? I'm excited to see the Bengals. Something different. You know, we're used to seeing, you know, Tom Brady. We're used to seeing Patrick Mahomes. We're used to the same guys. We got Matthew Stafford, a guy who hasn't won, been in a winning franchise for years. A guy that really deserved a chance at the Super Bowl. And Joe Burrow. We love Joe Burrow, don't we? Two years ago, the Bengals had the number one pick. And they picked Joe Burrow, their man right now. Last year, they win four games. Jamar Chase was drafted. Compiled possibly the greatest rookie season we have ever seen from a wide receiver. Most yards from a wide receiver as a rookie. Kid is something special. And remember when you guys were criticizing him? He was dropping the ball. In training camp? It's training camp. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have some bumps and bruises along the way as a rookie, especially. But if you see the way that kid played in college, it was something special. And when you're pairing him up with his former college quarterback, you gotta see there's 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 gonna be the chemistry's gonna work. Everyone was completely dogging him this offseason when he was dropping the ball all the time in training camp and struggled, but look what he did to you now. All pro. Second team all pro, to be exact, but Joe Burrow finished with a passer rating of 86.5, which was lower than Jimmy Garoppolo this week. But, you know, the Bengals' defense did a great job limiting the Chiefs' offense from doing damage. And Joe Burrow got the job done. He did not quit. We keep saying who's going to be the next Tom Brady. You're seeing Josh Allen's name being thrown out. You think Mahomes is in a league of his own, so we don't really call him the next Tom Brady. I've heard Joe Burrow is the name, but Joe Burrow had a Tom Brady moment. And it's very, it's very simple why. He was down, and he didn't give up. Down significantly against the best young quarterback in the league. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes had what we would call a down year. He's still the best. Patrick Mahomes' talent is unbelievable. That kid will never fail to impress me. Especially what he did with 13 seconds left against the Buffalo Bills. That was just incredible. A guy who's been to the AFC Championship four straight years. Best young quarterback in the league. But it's the Cincinnati Bengals that pounced their way to the Super Bowl. Evan McPherson went 4-4 for on field goals. He contributed this entire postseason, don't get me wrong. He's honestly, in a way, you could say he's carried the Bengals. He's knocked them all down. He got the kick to advance them to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs collapsed badly. And then, let's again, like, I don't hear this enough. Huge props to Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals. Uh, Brian Callahan on offense running it. You know, great, great duo of receivers in Jamar and T. Higgins, as well as Joe Mixon having a, a wonderful season, a much-needed season for Joe Mixon. And the defense, unbelievable, like I said. Mahomes' QBR in the second half of this game was 34. His first half was nearly 150 because the Chiefs scored on their first three drives. Tyreek Hill only had about like four yards in the second half. He had 74 yards in the first half, including a touchdown. It looked like the Chiefs were going to run away. We were going to be like, oh, great. You know, the Chiefs are doing their thing. They didn't score until the end of the fourth, which, by the way, was a blessing. Mahomes was way too busy dancing around and almost fumbled the ball at the end when he was sacked. Cincinnati almost ended the Chiefs' season in a horrific way. Mahomes was too busy dancing around, looking like his brother out there. I mean, he should have thrown the ball away. That's just me. Should have thrown the ball away when he couldn't find it. But I get what he was trying to do. He's trying to get a touchdown. Like, we all get what he was trying to do. But when you get sacked and you fumble that ball with that much time left, you are lucky as you know what, to be able to have the shot to get into overtime. Then the coin toss. The Kansas City Chiefs' best friend is a coin toss. 
because it seems like they're always going to win. You got Josh Allen tweeting pain. He knew right away what was going to happen. Chiefs win the toss. I started to lay back, relax, and say, well, it looks like we're going to have another Chiefs Super Bowl. And, you know, it's just what nothing new. It just seems like this is just how it is. Is Patrick Mahomes is going to be what Tom Brady was to this era. But like I said, Mahomes is not the next Tom Brady. Mahomes is in his own league. He's his own guy. Patrick Mahomes is one of one. But what happens? Nothing. Two incomplete passes and then an interception on a deep throw by Mahomes. And you're sitting there like, oh my goodness, the Chiefs didn't score? Joe Burrow has a shot? And if you know the rules, the second team that receives, if the first team doesn't score a touchdown, the second team scores and they win. Burrow marches down the field and gets McPherson in enough range to knock it down and send the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. The Cincinnati Nation has the, the school day off on a Monday because they, they haven't won a Super Bowl yet in their franchise history. It's been the first time since the 1980s that they're going in. Like I said, two years ago, number one pick. Last year, four wins. They win the division this year and are now going to the Super Bowl. And they get to rep the All Blacks in the Super Bowl. The all-black uniforms? Joe Burrow is that man. I mean, say what you want. Like, you know, he gets criticized a little bit. But every, every player does. I'm tired of hearing the criticism. This guy did the job. He got your team to the Super Bowl for the first time in ages. In two years, as a starting quarterback for your franchise, it is equivalent to what Tom Brady did. Tom Brady took over in 2001 and took the Patriots to the Super Bowl and he got his first Super Bowl victory. First full season as a starter, second year in the league. Unbelievable. This kid is doing it. Now, before we get into it and we get all Joe Burrow happy over here, he doesn't have easy competition. I mean, come on. The Cincinnati offensive line, great job this past week, only letting Burrow get sacked once. He got sacked nine times against Tennessee. He got sacked 51 times this season. He was the most sacked quarterback in the league. He did well this week using his legs. He had some key runs against the Chiefs. Huge runs. 51 sacks, though, this season. Coining him the most sacked quarterback in the NFL this season. That Los Angeles strength is that defensive line, and that Cincinnati's offensive line is their weakness. That is not going to be a good night for Joe Burrow if that offensive line cannot handle Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is going to run all up on Joe Burrow Super Bowl night. A three-time defensive player of the year is bulldozing offensive linemen. He is pushing them off like little boys. He makes them look foolish on the line. It's just unbelievable. It's not even fair how this guy runs through people and runs through offensive linemen. And we all know offensive linemen are not small dudes. They are some big boys. Aaron Donald's training, you watch it, it's just unbelievable. The way he moves at that size is just incredible. One of one. As of now, I have the Rams as an early prediction. And that's because Joe Burrow's going to have to have another game where he throws for 400 yards again. He can't be sacked nine times like he did against Tennessee. He can't be sacked that much. He needs to get the ball out as soon as possible. And Joe Mixon needs to have himself a day. Because I'm telling you right now, if that Rams defensive line is on their game, it's going to be a long night for Cincinnati's O-line, Joe Burrow, and that offense. 
Now we move on to Tom Brady retiring. Tom Brady retires. Unbelievable, right? It's like a finally moment, but you selfishly want him to play again. It's like ever since he went to Tampa Bay, it's like everyone started to like him. It's like, ah, New England. Always in the postseason. Always in the Super Bowl. 22 years NFL. That's unbelievable. The average NFL career is like three years. This guy played it for 22 years. That is more than my existence on planet Earth. I'm 20 years old. This guy's been playing for 22 years, and he's retired at the age of 44. Unbelievable. I mean, nobody can do what he did. And this wild ride of a rumor is now true, and the news broke out originally from sources, and then his dad comes out and says, he's not retiring. Tom Brady comes out a couple days later and says, this is going to be a day-to-day process. Then the next day, he calls it quits. He sends a post on Instagram and says, thank you, Buccaneer Nation. He thanks all the Buccaneers and everything like that. This was nine days after they lost to the Rams. This was nine days after they lost to the Rams. You can tell this was decided either before or during the season. It was not decided right away. You don't make such an important decision in nine days after losing. You don't make that decision, especially right before the Super Bowl. That's not Tom Brady-like. Very humble guy. I mean, he has his competitive edge. We all know. But nine days after you take a loss, and it, it was one of those moments where he looked like he was satisfied with losing. It wasn't like, oh, yay, we lost. No, it was just like, all right, it's been a, it's been a great ride. And I mean... If I tell you these records that he holds, it's it's just, what more do you have to prove? Yeah, you're 44 years old, and you, could, you, you probably are the MVP of the year. You probably are the MVP this season. You're battling out with Rodgers. Quarterbacks are most likely to win the MVP, and honestly, Tom Brady is mine. But I'll get to that in a second. But these are his NFL records he holds. Game started. Wins. Completed passes. Completions in a season. So that's a seasonal record. Passing touchdowns. Career passing yards. Playoff game appearances. Playoff wins. Playoff touchdowns. Playoff passing yards. 10 Super Bowl appearances. And more Super Bowls than any franchise. Six in New England. One in Tampa. His first year with the Buccaneers. Brady finishes his career with just over a 64 completion percentage. 624 touchdowns, 203 interceptions, 15 Pro Bowls, 5 Super Bowl MVPs, and 3 NFL MVPs, and probably is going to win this year. He's my MVP. Thanks all the Tampa Bay, you know, fans, natives, Buccaneers, anybody involved with the Buccaneers. In this post, though, no Patriots were mentioned. No Bill Belichick, no Robert Kraft. Nothing to do with Patriot Nation was in that post he put out. The Patriots did release a statement from Robert Kraft on social media. Brady responded. You know, he thanked Patriot Nation, said it wouldn't be nothing without him. Just a typical, like, respectable post. Bill Belichick, as of late, came out with a statement as well. So why does he retire? I just basically said it enough. Like, there's nothing more to prove. You have all these records, seven Super Bowls, Selfishly, I wanted him to play one more year for two reasons. One, I just feel like he's that guy that should have ended his career winning a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning did the same thing. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl at the end, but obviously we all know that defense carried him there. He wasn't even playing in those playoff games. Brock Osweiler was. But Peyton finished off riding in the sunset the way any legendary quarterback should. I just feel like Tom Brady should have as well. It it just makes sense. 
You see Tom Brady win the Super Bowl, and that's the last game you play. That's just something that's just, you know, supposed to happen. And the second reason why is because I want I never got to see Tom Brady play in person. Now that he's at Florida, he's at a Florida team, it's just like, you know, the Bucks games weren't so expensive. I would have obviously, you know, had a chance. And now I can't say I've ever I've gotten to see the greatest quarterback of all time play in person. It honestly sucks. Like, you know, it's 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 fine. It's I'm fine. But um in all seriousness, but again, family time, you know. He's a father, he's got a wife at home. Definitely family had to be a huge, huge, huge part of this. And you don't blame him. He's 44 years old, playing one of the most macho sports of all time, if not the most macho sport. And he's got other business on the side. Like, he's he's not going to be not active. He's got so many businesses on the side. He's got the TB12. He's going to get it done. He's going to be just fine in retirement. And you can't do anything but salute and just say, heck of a career. You know, Leads the league this season in yards, yards per game, touchdowns, passes attempted and completed. Brings the Bucks just short of the Super Bowl, just short of the NFC division game. And honestly, there's nothing more that Tom Brady has to prove. He's done enough in 22 years that you can say that is the greatest player we've ever seen. I never lived, I wasn't alive to see Joe Montana, Steve Young, and if you want to go back to like Otto Graham, Staubach, Marino, even if you want to go all the way back to Johnny Unitas, if you want to go way back. I never got to see those guys play. And that's the thing. When we compare, like, who's the greatest of all time, especially with basketball, when we talk about Jordan versus LeBron, this is just something in general I'm just throwing out. Some of us didn't even see these guys play. Some of these guys have different playing styles. But when you win more Super Bowls than any franchise in the NFL, and you hold these records... It just shows the greatest of all time. Tom Brady retires after 22 years. We will see him as a first ballot Hall of Famer in 2027 in Canton, Ohio. No doubt in anybody's mind. Part two of this episode will feature the Hall of Fame ballot in Major League Baseball. This was by far the most controversial. Why? As well as the NBA All-Stars have been selected. Anyone get snubbed? Anybody not deserve an All-Star selection? Stay tuned to find out.